When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. (laughs) So um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. and welcome to another episode of Horror Movie Night. This week, we're talking about how a lab experiment goes poorly. No, we're not talking about The Fly 2 again, but what we have done this January is do all sequels. So, I don't know, it's like two for 2020. And we're wrapping (laughs) it up with with Gnaw Food of the Gods 2, which is not even remotely a sequel to Food of the Gods from the 70s. But here we are, picked by Brian, Possibly uh, forced by Scott and I on this pick, but Brian, why gently, did you pick? Null? Gently suggested. Yeah, gently massaged. Brian, why did you pick Null Food of the Gods too? Because you guys told me to. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Do you have any regrets to listening to us? Um, no, no, not as. I mean, I have more fun this week than I did last week. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, I will start with this movie. Kicks off. And there's this protest, and the protester has the most obnoxious voice I've ever heard. He's just storming around. He's like, "No more rants!" Like, like the nasliest. And then he takes off his mask that he's wearing, and he talks like a human being. But then he puts it back on, and it's just again the worst voice. See, and here's the thing: this movie is heroin Um, because (laughs) the first the first five minutes hit me so good and it, <laughs> and and the rest of the movie it also hit me good but i just was trying to get it to hit me like the beginning did well let's let's and get the way you're talking about in the yeah. beginning cuz it's bobby bobby rules dude i i actually made the... jade rewatch it bobby's the little boy so. yeah which oh, is like yes. hey, this is the scientist i like you to get the fuck out of my room <laughs> <laughs> 
He's, he, there's even a point where it's like, you too, you bitch. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> and they, I love all the forced perspective that we get in this movie about, because the, the very obviously lower budget than last week's flick. <laughs> like, uh, and I just, it's just so funny because they're like, oh, how do we make this kid look gigantic? Let's put him in two sizes, too small sweatsuit. <laughs> I've talked about this before, but Alamo Drafthouse does this really, really funny thing where they'll play weird movie clips. And it's like, it's their way of saying, like, shut off your phones or we'll kick you out of here. And they use this clip all the time where it'll just be like, like, it'll just be like, get the fuck out of here. And it's like, your phone goes off. Bobby's going to get you the fuck out of here. <laughs> like uh so I, every time i see them I'm like oh man no nah, food to the gods we're gonna talk about it soon on the show and then i i'm watching the movie and i'm like oh there's like two scenes in this movie that i remember and i forget everything else there's so much to remember in this i know well it's so like we we have bobby bobby steals the show right out the gate yeah and then we go back to the scientist who says that he's trying to cure cancer but he's actually just trying to cure his own baldness <laughs> and while we're getting all of this exposition, his assistant is just apathetically throwing a dead dog into it. Oh, like yeah. Like, it's so weird. It, that's fucked up. Like, that scene is super fucked up. And I, I don't know why these last two weeks have been really hitting me hard with uh, dogs in pain. But this one was just like, it was just there. Like, this almost feels like it could be a sequel to last week's Fly 2 in a lot of ways. Like... Just what happened at that lab a couple years after. But they came out the same year. You could never tell based on the special effects. But uh, So this causes the, the the protesters are constantly breaking into the lab and they're fucking up shit. But they're never it, getting in trouble, which is just ridiculous. Never. With, and they well, we suck. don't have enough evidence. Oh, they're awful. They're, like, they're the worst. I get it. You can't sneak the dog and monkey past security. So you can't smuggle them out of there. But you could definitely release them yeah you know what i mean like just let them out of the cage and you know hopefully they can find their way but to be like oh we can't get them past security let's leave this one chained down and this one in the tiny cage <laughs> yeah for for college students they're not very smart yeah no. but then they break into the lab a second time after not getting in trouble the first time um and this is where alex one of the protesters finds out that her boyfriend has tested a growth serum on a rat which i now remind me did he want to or was that force kind of like kind of forced upon him by his assistant because i remember his assistant being, was pretty much he was like you have to like you have to do this yeah which I, I mean the same at the same time i kind of get where it's like how do you test if it stops making things grow if you don't have something that's grown to test it on? yeah but whatever so they are trying to break in and they knock over the cages and their reaction to like it's like <laughs> watching like a benny hill or mr bean bit but they're just screaming about these cages <laughs> falling over and I, that's the <laughs> craziest fucking thing is like for being animal rights activists they sure don't like rats the rats no. yeah. save. they're like oh get them off me not a rat, not a rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you called it a benny hill type deal because i woke up a little too late today so this whole movie was watched two times speed and <laughs> that's exactly Exactly what it looked like. <laughs> one one random joke, which later turned into like I think I brought it up three or four other times. But they're walking through the sewers trying to find the rat, 
and I just wrote down, but what about the RUSs? What, the rodents of unusual size? I don't think that they exist. <laughs> but every time that they show the actual rat puppet, I'm convinced that it's just a leftover prop from the Princess Bride. <laughs> like, they just brought in the one prop that they had and threw it in a pool or whatever. Man, I don't even care because when they are actually eating people, like the up close with that, yeah, it's just a puppet. It looks yeah. great. Like, I mean, I given it's great for what we like for what i like i, I don't want to put us both in all, all three of us in there but man <laughs> i had a blast watching this movie and i loved watching people get murdered so i mean well that's the thing is like this movie has didn't have the budget but at least had the deaths in action to hold my entertainment as as opposed to last week like fly 2 was cooler special effects that they really didn't use enough yeah. yeah, they saved until the final 10. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're peppering it through. The One of the problems throughout most of this movie is that the acting is bad, but specifically the actress who plays Alex has like the oh, personality man. of the coat rack. Yeah, like, she's, she's so bad. And it sucks <laughs> because she's absolutely my type because she's got dark hair and blue eyes, but I, I couldn't <laughs> even appreciate and enjoy because she's just like literally a cardboard cutout of a human being. She has just one mode with every line that she says, and it's monotone. <laughs> like, yeah. she, like, even her angry, she's just like, I can't believe you tested on those rats. Well, also, like, <laughs> does she even like the scientist boyfriend? Because half the time she's just, like, upset. Yeah. Now, I don't, I can't say that I had a lot of girlfriends in college, but um, I maybe this is just what college girls are like, so... <laughs> Well, we get so speaking of college, we get into some there's there's one part in this movie that I feel like whoever wrote this movie thought that they had written just the funniest dialogue scene. And it's so out of place. And I just was confused by it. And it's the alopecia conversation that the one assistant has with the librarian. Oh, that's the piece that you think is out of care, out of place in this movie. I just think I just think that they really thought that they had like a hilarious Seinfeld level like conversation about nothing, and it was oh. just a pointless conversation. I'm like, what the fuck is this scene in this movie? Yeah. Well, I I think that we know for a fact that they knew what they had, right? They knew yeah. that they were making a schlocky B horror monster movie, you know, like giant animal monster movie and um if you have any question about listening to or listening watching the movie if you have any question about uh <laughs> what they thought they were doing you meet the janitor oh my god well hold, so yeah so the janitor who talks out of his mouth like he's doing a ventriloquist act the whole time yeah. like he's just got he's got a, a smile He's just like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> that guy's my favorite his character. Cart, his cart that sounds exactly like rats squeaking. Yeah. <laughs> the, so there's one scene before we meet the janitor, though, which is that the, the bad scientist assistant gets eaten and they show the bloody skull face and they're talking to an exterminator. And he's oh, just yeah. like, he was like the Loch Ness of rats in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, those exterminators are hilarious too. I think I wrote down, I can't believe they called us in to find one stupid rat. That's not yeah. a very good impression of him. I was trying to write it out, <laughs> but he was just like the ultimate see him at a baseball game guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But then, like, you have... So you have the janitor, Zeke, who gets killed right away. Like, you meet him, and then he dies. And his death is so confusing. I loved <laughs> it. It's so funny because you know he's fucking dead, and, and the hero scientist is like, so-and-so, Zeke, what are you doing? You scared the crap the out of me. And then it's just his back. Just, yeah, the car's just slowly moving up to him, and then he just falls down, and it's just like a scratch down his back. Yeah. Like it's a, it's, it doesn't make any sense It doesn't to look me. fatal. It does not look no. fatal. Well, but you then, get eaten by a fucking giant rat, and you tell me if it's fatal. Yeah, I, well, I mean, he didn't get eaten. He, he got a like splash. Yeah, that's it. Then we see a real death happen, which is when there's a guy having sex outside yes! of the school. Yes! Oh, my and God. And then he's taking a piss while whistling La Cucaracha, which is, uh, you know, we've already talked about this with Bloody Murder too, but there's some really <laughs> insensitive stuff going on whenever there's anyone that's remotely Hispanic and scream. Hey, they did their research. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, we did some culture research, and, and uh, Mexicans are all named Carlos. They have big old fluffy mustaches, and their favorite song is La Cucaracha. <laughs> But it's, he's doing La Cucaracha while taking a piss, so I thought that that was supposed to be a dick joke, but it doesn't really read. It doesn't. It doesn't. I would sound. not. No, I don't there, think I would call my dick the cockroach. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love the fact that we have uh, an HMN first on this show, a naked man ass chase scene. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully not the last. <laughs> no, many, many, many more hopefully are in our future. So there's a scene that I completely forgot about. And then it started happening in the movie. And I was. Oh, the, the scene like, I was waiting for the whole time. Oh, my God. The giant sex scene. It's it's the <laughs> fucking on arugula scene. This is the whole reason that I was pushing for this. to be it's Very upset so about absurd. it. <laughs> I was very upset about it. Why? Why? Because that was the whole reason we watched it, and I didn't realize the gift that you guys sent me was the entirety of the scene. <laughs> the implication oh, of of that scene is really, really disturbing. Because it's just like, like the all giant of your body, hands, yeah, the giant big hand, like rubbing the boob. Then, yeah, that that woman got this... paid to get her breasts rubbed by a giant animatronic hand, and I know she but... didn't get paid enough. Oh, I, you say animatronic. That was a foam hand that you would wear at a sporting event. <laughs> like, and then the forced perspective shot of him just gigantic while she's tiny screaming is so It's such, like if you watch nothing else from this movie, just watch Bobby saying, get the fuck out of my room and, <laughs> and watch the giant sex scene. <laughs> so then they try to arrest our main scientist, Hamilton. And like, you can't arrest Hamilton because there's a million things he hasn't done. But just <laughs> you wait. That is the dumbest fucking joke, and I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have no clue how excited I was when I wrote that joke. <laughs> Man, I didn't think I'd ever be satisfied, Matt. And here I am. <laughs> the, okay, so then we go to the evil scientist after Hamilton's been arrested. Oh, and he evil gets scientist. Super he gets super cancer, and I wrote, that is some of the most trauma shit I've ever yep. seen as far as that death goes. Because <laughs> he's just getting these... He's getting these giant tumors all over, and then he just falls down, and they come in so nonchalantly as he's just oozing green all over the floor. <laughs> and then the and then Hamilton made an entire like fix it drug or whatever. Yeah, and he spends it all on the super cancer. Yeah, just to be and sure then it he works. never uses it. 
Yeah. Well, he was trying to use it for Bobby, but we'll get there. Yeah. So we go to the giant opening of the sports complex, which like there's a uh, hopefully I'm not taking anyone's double feature here, but there's a little bit of a Jaws thing going here where like the, the head of the school's just like, we can't close the beaches. We've got the sports complex. Uh, I was so thinking got- more the last shark, you know. Level. Fair enough. Oh yes, the true Jaws movie, the last. Yeah. Shark. But but they kick off the sports complex with synchronized swimming, which is so weird to watch. And I'm so excited that the Summer Olympics are this year because I will watch the shit out of the synchronized swimming competition. <laughs> That's another HMN first synchronized yeah. swimming scene. But you're missing uh, Aunt Edna's national anthem right beforehand. It's so bad. <laughs> But yeah, so then I always remembered this scene for some reason. I think I think it was in some random documentary about horror films where I own plenty that just would always show the footage of like the rats inside the pool. So it's like there's a scene in a pool. I remember that distinctly. <laughs> so the whole pool scene happens. They kill all the rats. And then the movie ends with Hamilton calling his, his friend who's watching over Bobby and being like, We've got it. I've got the solution. We could save Bobby. And she's like, Harry, he's more violent and bigger than ever before. And then he just muffles her to death, which it's like, give me something. Give me a head rip. Give me something really violent. And then he breaks out. But like, I don't know. They they make it like it's a terrifying ending. But I feel like a gigantic child is going to be pretty easy to find and just shoot him with the that you need. It's yeah. one. It's not like there are 35 monster rats like there were before. That's what I mean. I'm just – well, they're talking about Bobby. Bobby busted loose and they're like, oh, I no. I know, but there were 35 of those rats. That's true, too. So, I mean, also, this movie is unofficially Star Wars canon because the cops ha- are such bad shots that they're <laughs> shooting people instead of rats. <laughs> they're like yeah, stormtroopers. They become stormtroopers. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad I watched it. I'm also glad that I, because I was tempted to buy the DVD. I'm glad I didn't do that because it was about $35 used on Amazon. Oh, like eBay. you had, or like, oh man, I, I could use this $35 better in my life. When it says Matt Kelly, never. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was just, I was looking at it and I was like, do what? Because I think it was that it wasn't streaming anywhere. We had to use some like weird website where it was was awful. It was mirrored. Like everything was reversed. And I was like, okay, but maybe, uh," and then I looked at the prices. I was like, Oh, I don't know how much I'm going to watch. Null food of the gods too beyond this. Well, 2020 is the year that we start or is the year that we're going to try to be better at not spending so much goddamn money to watch the stuff that we, (laughs) I know, (laughs) but if I had the option to, I would have, just it it has to be immediate like if i if it was like seven dollars to rent on prime i probably would have paid oh i would have too because the the copy we found was garbage well and like i don't know i would say that if this was 15 dollars or less i would have bought the dvd oh that is a lot of money for this movie (laughs) it's definitely better have have either of you seen the original food of the gods Mm -hmm. yeah that's how that that's how this whole thing came up this is more fun than the original food wait wait wait, this is i think what happened Brian watched Food of the Gods. He liked it because he likes seventy schlock horror. And then he got to uh, he got picked or he got strong armed into being our third host and was like, Well, I guess I have to pick only sequels, so nah, Food of the Gods too. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that that sounds like it would be right, but it's actually not the reason. So I saw it and I was like, I have to do like we have to do this for the episode. And then I was researching more of the movie and found out that the original, they were just shooting 
mice close range with a paintball gun. And I was what? like, uh, I don't really want to watch that now again. And then I told you guys that and you were like, well, we should watch two because there's a giant sex scene. So I was like, okay, I'll watch two. I think that you might have had that conversation with your brother because I no. don't remember. I sure don't remember you saying that they were shooting rats with paintballs. Yeah, yeah. No, the original, the original Food of the Gods, they were shooting close range with paint. Like that's why when they would shoot them, like the flips that they would do and like the twists and stuff like was genuine them getting shot. That's fucked up. Mm -hmm. And back then yeah. that was not animal cruelty because they weren't shooting them with real guns and killing them. They were just right. calling them massive amount of pain. Yeah. The 70s were wild, dude. <laughs> Yay for the drugs in the 70s. Boo to the uh, animal cruelty. No, I'm staying <laughs> off topic. Have you guys seen, because I, I will post it if I have to. Have you guys seen the SNL sketch with Tracy Morgan about the, like the buddy dog movie? No. Where the dog like tries to fly a rocket and it just keeps showing all the takes of like the rockets exploding with the dog. <laughs> but, but every credit is life is a highway. <laughs> so, <laughs> to, we have time between this and the next one. I'll have to send it to you. Dude, I, I remember that one. <laughs> Holy shit. We're making an ad. Napping ads. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Wait, is Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. All right. So, Brian, you get to go first because you were the one that picked this. What was your double feature for this? My double feature, I I have to explain it, but my double feature is an American tale. And the reason <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to explain it, I already understand. <laughs> and, the, and the reason for that is this following story did not happen, um, but it could have. It very very well could have happened. I could have been watching this with Jade, right? And then when he's playing the flute and the rats come, I'm like, you ever see the show Community? And she's like, no, i never seen the show Community. I would, I'd be like, oh, there's an episode where Abed has to get a rat out of out of a vent so he gets it out by singing the song from american tale and she's like i don't know what american tale is i'm like yeah the song american tale somewhere out there she's like oh you mean five i said yeah american tale she said why are you calling it american tale no one calls it american tale i said everyone calls it american tale she goes no everyone calls it five i said anyway we should watch that after this she's like okay cool it's better than this and then we watch it all right <laughs> scott do you want to go next or holy shit how <laughs> Um, I mean, I have two choices, so I know that you can't take both. Well, of them. I have two choices as well, but I'll go with the one that th I think would be a really good double feature. I think that Uninvited would be really fun. Oh, no, never mind. So I don't know why that came to mind when I was watching this. I mean, I'll, if you don't say the other one, I'll just mention it as like a, if you really want to do a triple feature. But yeah, I, I, I think uh, that I, I really think that Uninvited would be a fun double feature you start with food of the gods too and then you do killer cat monster yeah 
For me, I'll go with the first one that came to me, which was uh, Graveyard Shift. That was the other one that came yeah. to mind as well. Yeah. So, so the other one that I had written down was if you really want to go for what this movie's trying to be, you watch like Deadly Mantis or Killer Shrews or one of those like bad 50s giant yeah. monster movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Graveyard Shift just feels like a perfect like, – like if you were to watch – Food of the Gods 2, and then immediately follow it by Graveyard Shift, you could actually explain that, like, one of the rats got away and got into a mining town in Maine. Like, yeah, I like that idea. Uh, it also, like, this is get, actually Food of the Gods 3. <laughs> and you get really cool um, – you get a much better uh, Exterminator because it's played by – What's uh, his name? Brad Dourif. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you also get, like – you get the one thing that I want from this movie that you don't get, which is like really good gory deaths yeah. versus just like a lot of off camera. And then someone's got like ketchup packets poured on them. Whatever, man. <laughs> so what have you guys been watching that you want to promote? Brian, again, you go first. It's your pick. Um, I watched don't fuck with cats on Netflix. Oh, I've been seeing a lot yeah. of people rave about this. <clears throat> and one night we watched it. It is so good. It's about uh, Luca Magnata. Um, it's very, the first episode is very unsettling, um, to watch, uh, and it just shows how, (laughs) and I'm not alone. It just shows how a massive, our generation is so fucked up, but loved animals so much where like the first episode is about, you guys know Luca Magnata, right? It's about the guy who went online killing cats. Um, and it was like so unsettling to watch, but then towards the end, it was like, and just like we expected, he moved up to actual murder. And it was like a sigh of relief that moving forward, I was only going to have to watch about people dying and not animals. You know, <laughs> I was like, oof, thank God that ride's over with. Um, <laughs> but man, it's good. It's good. Uh, don't let anyone fool you. Like my friend was like, oh, they don't show anything. And yeah, they don't show it. Like they don't show them dying, but they show enough to make your heart just break in half that's coming from someone who doesn't even care about cats so like i joke about that but i i love them you know yeah it's like you love you love them but you just don't want to have any of your own it's like exactly you can still like like kids kids. exactly (laughs) and not want to have them in your house make it taking pisses in the corner exactly what type of kids are you hanging out I mean, Bobby Brian took a shit in our front lawn at one point. I did. I shit all over our bathroom walls. Too. <laughs> was we that when you had story. when you were getting off of the heroin? No, no, this was when he was a child. Getting off like, of heroin, when he was like three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Scott. How about you? What have you been watching? You want to promote? Um, well, uh, we we kind of are in a lull right now because I didn't mention it, but we finished um, his Dark Materials, which is really good. Um, we finished Mandalorian, which is the best Star Wars shit ever. Oh, dude, such a good finale! Oh yeah, great, great final episode. Yeah, and then we finished. Um, we fi- we watched all of. I don't even did I mention that we watched uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season three? No, mm-hmm. but uh, I've heard nothing but good things, and that actually say what you need to, but that that ties in beautifully with what I've been watching. Oh no, I, I have nothing to say except for the fact that all three of those shows are wonderful, and all three of them were eight episodes apiece, and that's all well and good, but when they're done, they're done. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, what am I doing with my life? Actually getting stuff done at night, you know? So a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, my sister Julie on to promote her podcast, 
uh, my favorite episode of. And on a recent episode of my favorite episode of, we had Joe from Fright School who came and talked about the Gilmore Girls. And I was like, you know what? I don't hate this show based on like the one episode that I watched. So I hung out with my friend the other night and we watched eight episodes of the Gilmore Girls. Uh, and then I've also started listening to the Gilmore Guys podcast. But uh, what ties into Scott's pick is now that Gilmore Girls is over, they have a second show called the Maisel Goys, Goyles, um, which is them just doing the same thing they did with Gilmore Girls, where they just watch episodes of Marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel and then just talk about it and break down like the fashion that they liked versus the fashion they didn't like and the pop culture references and all that stuff. Uh, so, yeah. Very interesting. I, I'm, officially, I'm officially a Gilmore Girls fan. The show is, is delightful. Nice. <laughs> it's like to, to describe it the same way Joe did, it's like a warm blanket on a cold winter day. Like, that's what the show just feels like. Because there's zero conflicts, and it's just a small town being quirky and small. Oh, well, that actually <laughs> sounds interesting to me. I could care less about the actual Gilmore Girls, but, like, you know, Jackson, the produce guy, who's always fighting with the chef about how his produce is better than she says it is. Like, I, I want to know what happens with Jackson, who's only in an episode for two minutes every episode. Like... <laughs> They do a great job of just making the side characters what you stay for, because you're like, I'm just getting little pieces of their life, but it's so interesting. Also, one episode involved a girl skanking to Time Bomb by Rancid. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's very much a time capsule of the of the 2000s. The Time Bomb <laughs> capsule. <laughs> That's not a funny joke. It was funny when I was like sitting on the couch with my friend. Like I'm like, is Rancid playing in the background? And she's like, I don't know. And then like they open up a door and there's like a girl behind the door skanking. And I was like, it's Rancid. <laughs> That's the most like unpunk thing I thing I can think of is like, hey, our song is on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well. Thank you for listening to another lovely episode of Horror Movie Night. I thought it was lovely. It's a nice short, it's a bite-sized episode. Oh. <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, Gnaw, Food of the Gods, part two. But fear not, because we will be back next week. And you know what next week is? It's the kickoff of an actual themed month. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> what? The fuck? <laughs> oh wait no it's not the kickoff to a theme month scott had one pick before we jumped into that theme month uh which i've never seen but kyle swears that it is the wildest movie you could ever watch so come by check it out maybe we'll even ask kyle if he wants to talk about it i don't know i'm saying things i might cut this who knows anyway goodbye <laughs> We're making an ad. Napping yeah. ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. 
I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.